What's your zodiac sign? Oh my God, that is so Sagittarius. I put the gem in Gemini. Please, that is such a Leo thing. Oh, hey there. Welcome to the ninth house, what I like to call the Relatable Astrology Podcast, where I discuss topics in astrology and share my insights on how you too can use astrology to step into your personal power. What's up, my astrology people? And welcome to the bonus episode of my Sun Sign Zodiac mini-series. I'm happy that you guys made it here because you guys today, you get that extra info that not only will clear it up for you guys on what is the difference between the two halves of the Zodiac, but also extra insight on how to interpret your very own birth chart. And so I'm not obviously asking you to become an expert in reading your birth chart, but with this explanation of what the two different halves of the Zodiac wheel mean, you'll be able to kind of peek into your own birth chart and get, you know, a little extra insight on the energies surrounding the different areas in your life. And so I think it's really interesting. And if you're listening to the podcast right now, then that means you think it's interesting too. So let's get into it. Okay, so if you guys have looked up your birth chart and it was the first time that you had a look at it, then you were definitely looking at it like, what the fuck is this? So I totally understand you because that is how I felt when I first looked at it too. And I thought there was no way in hell I could understand anything about it. But actually, there are some simple ways to slowly, you know, one step at a time, get to understand uh, your birth chart. And so I'm here to help simplify that task for you guys. So when you looked at your birth chart, you saw that it looked like a big round circle. And so basically the 12 signs are represented in this zodiac wheel, in this big circle that is divided into 12 slices of pie, let's say. And then each slice of pie corresponds to a particular house. So houses 1 to 12. And each of those house correspond to a particular sign. So it makes it six signs on one half of the zodiac wheel and six signs on the other half of the zodiac wheel. And this also means that each sign on each side have um, an opposing sign. So basically a sign that is opposing them, facing them on the other side of the pie. So one on the first half that is facing the one on the second half. And these two opposing signs on each side of the halves of the zodiac wheel, I feel that sounds confusing, but I hope you guys are there with me. Um, Each of these two opposing signs, they will share similar life themes. Now, I will get into the details of that in just a second. You will get what I mean. Now, the big question is, why am I mentioning this? Why did I make a whole bonus episode on the two halves of the Zodiac? Why is it worth mentioning and noting other than the fact that there's, you know, six signs on one side, six signs on the other side? Woohoo, big whoop. What? Who cares, right? No. Well, we care because, as we know, our whole birth chart 
is what describes us. And in that birth chart, we know that we have every single zodiac sign and their house and their energies that are present within us and within different aspects of our lives. And now the question is how? So you see the first half of the zodiac um, being the signs Aries through Virgo. So Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo. They all represent what we call the personal half of the zodiac wheel. Meaning that all these signs and their energies are your stages of self-discovery. This is the energies where you build your character, your foundation for life. This is where you learn what you need to learn to become an independent member enough to go in and provide in society, you know? And so the second half... Well, that's where you enter society and learn to find your place in the world. And so the energies of the signs and houses of Libra through Pisces being Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces is the energy of how you take what you've made of yourself in the first half of the zodiac wheel And then how you use that to show up in the world and give back to society and contribute. And so when you're looking at your birth chart, you look at the houses one through six and you say, okay, these areas of my life, these houses and the signs that correspond to them, that's the energy that has made me who I am from childhood, from my core, this is the energies that have made me me. Now I take that energy, I take who I am, and I see who am I when I show up in society. When I I look at my house seven through 12 on my birth chart, I look and I say, okay, now these houses and the signs that correspond to each house, those are the energies that I project when I'm in society. This is how I will interact with society depending on the different areas of whatever these houses are representing. And so if you're trying to understand astrology on your own and you're trying to understand how it works, uh, how you how to interpret your birth chart, then it's important to know that the two halves of the zodiac wheel are split into two types of energies in your life. And so the energy of the self and the energy of the self in relation to others. And if you look at your birth chart, you're going to notice that your first house is always your ascendant, your rising sign. That is always going to be your first house. And that's why your rising sign is the most important sign, because it will set the tone for the rest of the houses that follow. So example, if your rising sign is, I don't know, say Gemini, like me, for example, then I have Gemini in the first house, meaning I have Cancer in the second house, and then Leo in the third house, and Virgo in the fourth house, and so on. And so then I know how to match, okay, the energy of, say, Leo and the energy of the third house. So third house is communication. Leo is 
loud, extravagant, flamboyant. So this person may have a flamboyant way of communicating. Example. Okay, now, before I lose you guys, let's just go through these signs quickly one by one and explain how the houses 1 through 6 describe you and how the houses 7 through 12 describe you in relation to others. Okay, so we start with Aries and Aries is first house. And so the first house, it represents you, your ego, your drive, your physical appearance, just you. It represents you. Then Taurus, second house. The second house, it represents your sense of value, your sense of security, your personal material belonging. Then we have Gemini, third house. And the third house represents your mind, your thought process, your communication style. And then we have Cancer, fourth house. And the fourth house represents your home, your family, your emotional security. And then we have Leo in the fifth house. And it represents, the fifth house represents your creative self-expression, your hobbies, your likes, your dislikes. Then we have Virgo, sixth house. And the sixth house represents your health, your work ethic, what you bring as work in the the physical world so that's the energy of the first half it's all about you personally then we enter the second half where the energies shift from you personally to you in relation to others and this is where the opposing signs reflect the similar life theme of the first half but in a way that is now directed towards others and so let's see what that gives us. So we start with Libra, Libra in the seventh house. And the seventh house, it represents your relationships with others. And so the opposing energies was Aries in the first house. Remember, the first house deals with you. And so the seventh house deals with you in a relationship with others. Then we have Scorpio in the eighth house. And so... The eighth house represents your joint resources, your investments, and your inheritance. And so the opposing energy is Taurus in the second house. And the second house deals with your possessions and material belongings, your personal, you know, finances, your personal things. And so the eighth house, that opposing energy, it represents what you share with others as resources and belongings, whether it's from your spouse or business partner or whatever. It's something that is shared with someone. Then we have Sagittarius ninth house and the ninth house, it represents your expansion of knowledge and your expansion of your morals and your spirituality and so the opposing energy was gemini in the third house and so the third house it represents your mind your thought process your communication style so whereas the ninth house it represents how you process your thoughts in relation to the big picture of things. So this is no longer about your individual thoughts, but rather it's about your thoughts that have expanded through your experiences in the world. And so the ninth house is 
a detached view of oneself and a larger perspective on life's meaning and the knowledge. So third house is more day-to-day thoughts and communications. And then the ninth house is, you know, your deeper thoughts, your thoughts about the world and its systems and how they work and their meaning and all that good stuff. Then we have Capricorn 10th house. And the 10th house represents your career, your reputation, and recognition from others. So the opposing energy is Cancer 4th house. And the 4th house, it represents your family, your home, your personal environment of growth. Whereas the 10th house is how you how the work that you do in society will reflect on you. It's the outside environment that you build for yourself through your contribution to others. And so the fourth house is what you were born into and the tenth house is what you make for yourself. Then we have Aquarius 11th house. And so the 11th house represents your association to groups, your friends, your acquaintances, organizations. And so the opposing energy is Leo 5th house. And the 5th house is your personal creative pursuits and interests personal to you your hobbies whereas the 11th house is your common interests with others and how you make friends how you relate to people what do you guys have in common and how you partake in group settings and then finally the Pisces in the 12th house the 12th house represents your subconscious so kind of like your karma your unknown inner challenges your relationship to another realm so it's kind of like your spiritual evolution in a sense and so the opposing energy is virgo sixth house and then the sixth house it represented your physical health and your work ethic meaning the work that you provide in the physical world whereas the 12th house represents the work that you do in the spiritual world in the realm of your subconscious how you dig deeper to nourish your spiritual health to nourish your soul's health and so that's how the zodiac wheel is divided and how the two halves have corresponding life themes from self to other And essentially the signs and the houses from one to six are in relation to you personally. And the houses seven and eight, they represent your relationship with one other person. Houses nine, 10, and 11 represent your relationship with groups of people. And the 12th house represents your relationship with another world your subconscious world and so hopefully this has helped you guys to understand a little bit better the energies of your entire birth chart maybe helped you guys to better understand what these houses and these general themes in your life mean and how to interpret them via the corresponding sign on your birth chart which will always be decided by your rising sign. And also, if you're trying to just learn astrology in general, I suggest that you guys listen to 
each of the sun signs uh, episode so that you get a general vibe of the energy that each of these signs represent. And so when you see that sign appear in your birth chart in a particular house, then you already have an idea of what the energy of this sign will, what this energy will bring to that area of your life. And so if you're really into it and you really want to learn, I suggest that you listen to every episode of the Sun Sign Zodiac series. But if you're just interested in your own sun sign, then that's totally up to you. And so that's what I got for today's bonus episode on the meaning of the two different halves of the Zodiac Wheel. I'm really glad that you guys made it here and I hope that you guys understood a little better uh, the meaning behind these two different halves and what their energies mean for you. And if you guys are enjoying the podcast, don't forget to click subscribe. And if you guys have a minute to do so, I would really appreciate you guys leaving a rating and a review for the podcast as this is really what will help the podcast grow and give it exposure so that other people can also learn about astrology and their birth chart. So if you wish to message me privately, you can always do so by email. My email is listed in the show notes or you can send me a DM on Instagram at the Ninth House Podcast. And if you want to help the podcast grow on the social media, you can always follow on Instagram as well. On that note, I'll see you guys in the next episode. I love you lots. Have a nice day.